Today is the 16th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian and it's wonderful to be here with you today as we gather around the global campfire and move forward by one step. One step forward each and every day leads us through the Bible in a year. So it is wonderful to be here with you today around the global campfire taking the next step forward. This week we're reading from the New International Version. And our next step forward will lead us back into the book of Ezekiel. And the journey continues with chapters 33 and 34 today. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, speak to your people and say to them, When I bring the sword against a land, and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people, then if anyone hears the trumpet but does not heed the warning and the sword comes and takes their life, their blood will be on their own head. Since they heard the sound of the trumpet but did not heed the warning, their blood will be on their own head. If they had heeded the warning, they would have saved themselves. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes someone's life, that person's life will be taken because of their sin. But I will hold the watchman accountable for their blood. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, You wicked person, you will surely die and you do not speak out to dissuade them from their ways. That wicked person will die for their sin and I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you do warn the wicked person to turn from their ways and they do not do so, they will die for their sin, though you yourself will be saved. Son of man, say to the Israelites, This is what you are saying. Our offenses and sins weigh us down and we are wasting away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, people of Israel? Therefore, son of man, say to your people, if someone who is righteous disobeys, that person's former righteousness will count for nothing. And if someone who is wicked repents, that person's former wickedness will not bring condemnation. The righteous person who sins will not be allowed to live even though they were formerly righteous. If I tell a righteous person that they will surely live, but then they trust in their righteousness and do evil, none of the righteous things that person has done will be remembered. They will die for the evil they have done. And if I say to a wicked person, 
you will surely die. But they turn away from their sin and do what is just and right. If they give back what they took in pledge for a loan, return what they have stolen, follow the decrees that give life and do no evil, that person will surely live. They will not die. None of the sins that person has committed will be remembered against them. They have done what is just and right. They will surely live. Yet your people say, The way of the Lord is not just, but it is their way that is not just. If a righteous person turns from their righteousness and does evil, they will die for it. And if a wicked person turns away from their wickedness and does what is just and right, they will live by doing so. Yet you Israelites say, The way of the Lord is not just. But I will judge each of you according to your own ways. In the twelfth year of our exile, in the tenth month, on the fifth day, a man who had escaped from Jerusalem came to me and said, The city has fallen. Now the evening before the man arrived, the hand of the Lord was on me, and he opened my mouth before the man came to me in the morning. So my mouth was opened and I was no longer silent. And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the people living in those ruins in the land of Israel are saying, Abraham was only one man, yet he possessed the land. But we are many. Surely the land has been given to us as our possession. Therefore say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Since you eat meat with the blood still in it, and look to your idols and shed blood, should you then possess the land? You rely on your sword. You do detestable things, and each of you defiles his neighbor's wife. Should you then possess the land? Say this to them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. As surely as I live, those who are left in the ruins will fall by the sword. Those out in the country I will give to the wild animals to be devoured, and those in strongholds and caves will die of a plague. I will make the land a desolate waste, and her proud strength will come to an end, and the mountains of Israel will become desolate so that no one will cross them and they will know that I am the Lord. When I have made the land a desolate waste because of all the detestable things they have done. As for you, son of man, your people are talking together about you by the walls and at the doors of the houses, saying to each other, Come and hear the message that has come from the Lord. My people come to you, as they usually do and sit before you to hear your words, but they do not put them into practice. Their mouths speak of love, but their hearts are greedy for unjust gain. Indeed, to them you are nothing more than one who sings love songs with a beautiful voice and plays an instrument well, for they hear your words but do not put them into practice. When all this comes true, and it surely will, 
then they will know that a prophet has been among them. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to you, shepherds of Israel, who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak, or healed the sick, or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly and brutally. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And when they were scattered, they became food for all the wild animals. My sheep wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth and no one searched or looked for them. Therefore, you shepherds, Hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, because my flock lacks a shepherd and so has been plundered and has become food for all the wild animals, and because my shepherds did not search for my flock but cared for themselves rather than for my flock. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherds and will hold them accountable for my flock. I will remove them from tending the flock so that the shepherds can no longer feed themselves. I will rescue my flock from their mouths and it will no longer be food for them. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines and in all the settlements in the land. I will tend them in a good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in a rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. As for you, my flock, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will judge between one sheep and another and between rams and goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture? Must you also trample the rest of your pasture with your feet? Is it not enough for you to drink clear water? Must you also muddy the rest with your feet? Must my flock feed on what you have trampled and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says to them. See, 
I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you shove with a flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away, I will save my flock, and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend to them. He will tend them and be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will make a covenant of peace with them and rid the land of savage beasts so that they may live in the wilderness and sleep in the forests in safety. I will make them and the places surrounding my hill a blessing. I will send down showers in season. There will be showers of blessing. The trees will yield their fruit and the ground will yield its crops. The people will be secure in their land. They will know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who enslaved them. They will no longer be plundered by the nations, nor will wild animals devour them. They will live in safety, and no one will make them afraid. I will provide for them a land renowned for its crops, and they will no longer be victims of famine in the land or bear the scorn of the nations. And they will know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, the Israelites, are my people, declares the Sovereign Lord. You are my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, and I am your God, declares the Sovereign Lord. Hebrews 13 Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were to gather with them in prison, and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, 
but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so, Jesus also suffered outside the city gates to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation. For in fact, I have written to you quite briefly. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the Lord's people. Those from Italy send you their greetings. Grace be with you all. Psalm 115 Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, Where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. But their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear, noses but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk. Nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. All you Israelites, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. House of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless his people Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. 
May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth He has given to mankind. It is not the dead who praise the Lord, those who go down to the place of silence. It is we who extol the Lord, both now and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 27, 21 and 22. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold. But people are tested by their praise. Though you grind a fool in a mortar, grinding them like grain with a pestle, you will not remove their folly from them. Okay, so we concluded the letter to the Hebrews today. And along the way, we we noticed many times that Hebrews is written to Hebrews and presents the gospel of Jesus in a Hebrew-centric or from a Hebrew-centric perspective, which is very important for we who are Gentiles who never grew up in Judaism to have because it's the context Jesus did his ministry in. And so we watched as the writer of Hebrews laid out the argument that all that is happening was expected to happen, was foretold in Hebrew prophecy that all that is surrounding Jesus was foretold. And among other things, we walked down the hall of faith, realizing that in the Hebrew story, because the hall of faith is all references to the Hebrew scriptures and people in the Hebrew scriptures. So it's, it wasn't just like random people around the world who were famous for their faith. This is all part of the Hebrew story. We walked down the hall of faith, recognizing that it's faith that changes the story. It's faith that changes our story. And we also learned about endurance, which is something we will continue to learn about all the way through to the end of the year. But we learned even while walking down the hall of faith in all of those examples that endurance was a part of the story too. The people in the hall of faith had a promise and in faith, they marched toward that promise, whether they experienced it in life or not, paving the way for we who continue with that mission. So the letter to the Hebrews provides us tremendous context for what makes the good news the good news. And so we've completed that letter and it ends with a benediction. And it's in a very Hebrew-centric context that this benediction is pronounced. Everything in the benediction is referring back to what we understand about the work of Christ from a Hebrew perspective. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will 
and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And Father, we thank you for allowing us again to move through the letter to the Hebrews, to move through the story again, reminding ourselves that faith is the activator of the story. Without faith, it is impossible to please you. So Holy Spirit, come, plant the words from Hebrews into the soil of our hearts. May it yield fruit in our lives, the fruit of your Spirit. May it enrich and educate us and transform our hearts, we pray. In the precious and mighty name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That is the website. That's where you find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app can be downloaded free from the app store that works with your phone or tablet. And that puts all of this in the palm of your hand, plus a lot more. And so check that out. Check out the different sections like the community section. This is where links to get connected on social media can be found. And this is also the home of the prayer wall right there in the community section. The prayer wall always on, never off, always available for us to come and ask for prayer and come and offer prayer. And that can be found in the community section. Also check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are resources there in the shop for the journey that we are on. So check that out. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, if this mission that we share around the global campfire to take the next step forward each and every day together, moving through all of the Bible and talking about like we're pretty far in the year now so we realize the bible the bible has a way of getting under the skin and getting to the 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 actual issues and confronting us in a very direct truthful but very loving way uh, becoming a mirror so that we can see things that we couldn't see any other way if that has been life-giving to you then thank you for your partnership there is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hi, TAB. I'm feeling sad, and I don't want to be sad. And I'm missing out on a lot of good things. I'm so tired of being sad.
I would like your prayers, please. Thank you. Hey, DAB family, this is Susie from Colorado. I am calling, begging for you, please, every single person that hears this, please pray for us. Um, we have lost almost all ability to transport food from the port in Port-au-Prince to our orphanages and schools. We are getting daily requests for food from people in four different villages, and people are literally dying of starvation right now. And we, we just, are, every time we try to bring the food, we, we incur heavy gunfire, threats of kidnapping, and we just are really worried. So I beg for your prayer, and uh, especially for our staff, our orphans, who are no longer orphans because they have us. And we just pray for safety and for help to come to Haiti soon. We need help. Please pray that the UN will intervene and that they will come with boots on the ground and annihilate these gangs. They're killing people. I get videos of mass slaughter that I'm not seeing on the news. And I don't know why the world isn't seeing this. It's, it's literally less than 90 minutes from Miami that this is all happening. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible. It's Laura Lee in Boynton Beach. It's Saturday, the 12th of November. It's 7 in the morning. I really thought... Uh, about an hour ago, I was about to see Jesus face to face. It was foggy and I had just dropped my cousin off at the airport early in the morning and I was on I-95, I-95 on the way home to Boynton Beach from Fort Lauderdale. I spun out on 95, did two 360s and landed in a lot of water on the, in the, the culvert. I'm just praising God that I did not hurt anyone else or that anyone else was involved that might not have been ready to see the Lord. Me, I'm ready, but I saw that I saw that post coming at me as I was turning. Called out his name. So it's not today. I was able to drive out and drive home. Transmission's not too good on the car, but who cares? I love you all. I just wanted you to know that. And I thought, my goodness. I haven't told you recently, so I thought I'd call you. I love you all, praying for you all. God bless you all. Vincent, walking in love, this is God's life speaker. I had to sit a little bit and just ponder and pray about just your heaviness and your question and I mean, you know, Deuteronomy 29, 29, some things we will just never know. And maybe we'll know them when we get to heaven, but for here on earth. 
I have my Hungarian grandmother's Bible. It's in Hungarian, or it was actually in Czechoslovakian. And she only had one verse underlined in the entire Bible. I never really knew her. I was 11 the last time I saw her. And she was this small, look like so meek kind of woman. But I bet she was a powerhouse. It would have been nice to get some lessons from her. But the one verse she has underlined is Ephesians 1.12. And it's all glory to God. And that is His purpose for us to bring Him glory. Though we suffer here as people with all these things that we just don't understand that happen to us, around us. Um, and these circumstances are never really that great. But God is. God is good, regardless of all this suffering. And we need to believe that He is who He says He is. And He will do what He says He will do. And that is give us salvation and eternal life. So through these hard parts, Vincent, who walks with love, eyes on God, all of us, we need it. And we ask it in the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, my dad family. It's Sean Rogers here from London, England, UK. Um, I phoned in a couple of times regarding my alcohol and substance misuse issues. I'm uh, very sad to say today has been a terrible, terrible day. I um, I thought to myself last night, I'll have a couple of beers, which is always a mistake because them two can always turn into 10 beers. And on this occasion, unfortunately it did. I, I'm fooling myself to think I can just have one, I can control it. You know, I've been praying today on my knees. I've just got back from a, a massive crack and heroin and um, all sorts of like, anti-anxiety medications, just abusing everything I can get my hands on. And I'm disgusted with myself because I'm defiling the body that God has given me, a temple of God. This is God's temple. He built us and he created us and I'm abusing it and throwing it in his face. And it absolutely disgusts me. No, I'm, I'm at, I feel out of despair. I feel so disappointed in myself. Like I can manage to go for a few days here and there and then I always go back to it and I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, I don't know what it is. I would never do drugs without alcohol. So I need to knock alcohol on the head and alcohol just destroys me. I don't know what it is. Why am I escaping reality? Why do I want to feel different to what I'm feeling naturally? Why do I have to take that drink to try and take my mind? Why am I not happy? Because everything is fine. Like I'm so involved in the world and God and oh, I don't know what is going on. Like it has a massive hold on me. So I ask family, please pray, pray for me. I know you've prayed for me before and I've made some progress, but family, please pray for me to abstain from alcohol because one day I'm going to drop dead and the Lord has kept me alive for so long because he must have a plan for me that I don't know about, but he knows and I have been yet to fulfill it. But please pray for me, people. Please pray for me to get away from this alcohol and get away from the devil. Be sober, be vigilant for your adversary. The devil seeks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I need your help, guys. Thank you. I love you all. Sean from England, London.